0: Today is a really special day for us. Exactly one year ago today, we put out our very first episode of Artistic License. Just a month or so before, I met with WGN's VP of Content and Programming, and he told me the station would love to give me a place to express my voice. Thus was born Artistic License. Ours was one of the earlier podcasts on WGN+, the station's innovative content incubator. I called Tim right as I left my meeting, began to describe my vision of a podcast which celebrated all kinds of art in the lives around mine, the obvious and the more abstract. He got excited about the idea, and we decided he would help me in my journey. We spent hours on the phone over the next few weeks, recording some of our conversations, looking for a definition of art, and trying to define what is, in essence, undefinable. In the first episode, I included a montage of my friends and colleagues trying to answer the same question. Where do you find the art in your life? Hello, ma'am. Hey. Um, how's it going? Good. How's it going you? Good. Okay. Can you please tell me what do you do in your life that you would consider to be art?
1: What do I do in my life that is considered art? As in fine art form or just art?
0: Um, just anything that like you would consider to be an art, so it doesn't have to be. Oh. The definition of art is ever-expanding. Um. What I do for art in my life is I write.
2: Oh, painting, I love painting, acrylic painting. Art, dance.
1: Uh, so I guess like I'm also picking up instruments,
3: so I guess music and visual art.
0: Art continually reveals itself to have a multitude of facets. I think the most is boxing.
2: I also
3: make jewelry. And I like to groom dogs. I used to do it as a job, but now I just do it for fun.
2: I do a little theater and I teach
1: it
3: all.
0: It is the exploration of personal passions. It's not always upfront or physical.
3: That's my favorite aspect of art is collaboration with friends.
0: Find ways to help your students find
2: purpose in what they're learning. Yeah, it's an art. What I do is helping people restore their mobility or learn how to be mobile in their environment for the first time. Looking at the world from a different perspective, you know, and living in the
0: moment. Art has no limits. It's like a really, it's art, so but I feel like it's not something that's really seen as one.
3: I don't know if it's an odd or not, but I do enjoy decorating. What I do for a living is supporting the arts and culture in the world.
0: There are no rules in art. Its boundaries are personally defined.
3: Because it's something you can always get better at and perfect in, throughout your lifetime. The reason why I think of it as art, because it, it's something, it's dedication. And art, a lot of forms of art are dedication.
0: Art is a vessel through which you can explore our passions and share them with the world. This is art. We've had so many different kinds of artists on the podcast in the first year. Musicians, extreme nature survivalists, actors, cosplayers, coffee aficionados. We featured adults and children, celebrities and neighbors. We've had the opportunity to go to events like Comic-Con, Riot Fest, and even a live podcast taping. Music, in all of its many forms, is an incredible vessel for human expression and exploration. And of course, music is one of my favorite art forms and a favorite of many, so it's no surprise that we've had so many musicians on in our first year. But the cool thing is, all of them have been different. We started with a singer-songwriter, Tim Apule, who you probably recognize by now. At RIB Fest, we talked with a country band out of Minnesota, Hope Country, and a local pop-punk band, Merley. At Riot Fest, we talked to a hip-hop trio out of Philadelphia, Ground Up, We've also talked to some musical artists who taught us a thing or two about unique ways to get your music out there. SOMO Taylor Davis And Kavehi We talked to the bluegrass group, Steep Canyon Rangers, who's played with Steve Martin. We talked to urban gospel writer, Sir the Baptist, who was just signed to Atlantic Records and is a good friend of mine. And we had on a childhood favorite, musician and actor, Drake Bell. This podcast has allowed us to go on a ton of adventures together. Riot Fest, Comic-Con, and Coffee-Con, where I got to take my best friend Christine along and talk with the founder, Kevin Sinnott.
3: I don't believe taste is the only factor in coffee. I believe, and I've said this before, uh, but I really believe this, I would rather have an okay cup of coffee with a really good friend than the best Mm -hmm. cup of coffee in the world with someone who wants not
0: do you know what? I love that. I want that on a t shirt. Oh, good. Well, you know, that's,
3: you know what? It's a new product. Now, there you go. I hope you think goes tonight.
0: Even though I think most of us know that art is important for teens, I wanted to make sure to discuss it. I talked to my high school choir and theater director, Justin Hubley, about that.
3: Well, I think number one, that, you know, kids this age are trying to find themselves but they're also trying to find a voice and make sure that they can be confident in themselves and do they really have ability and are looking for that reinforcement and even if they're the third frog from the left in a chorus um, they hear that applause after the number and they realize they worked hard for something and, and that they did a great job and they gain confidence and they can bring those skills forward so I think art implicitly helps kids find a voice, but um, more so it really helps them gain the confidence that they need at this age. Uh, Kids walk in their freshman year, even some of the most confident ones secretly are scared to death, and to put this in front of thousands of people that will come and see it really gives them that confidence.
0: I also talked to some folks doing what we do, podcasters. First off, I talked to Josh and Chuck from Stuff You Should Know. What advice would you give other people, um, other people who maybe want to get into podcasting or research or anything else that you guys do? Uh,
3: first of all, I just want to say that it was not unprofessional at all. <laughs> so great. Thank you for that. Um, but, you know, we get asked for podcasting advice a lot. And we always kind of fire back um, a few virtues that we've learned that's helped us, which is make it sound really good because no one will listen to it the second time if it doesn't sound good. And to try and really um, release on a consistent basis, because if you have a great show and you release it just when you feel like it, it's really tough to get that following. Uh, And then finally, to just be passionate about whatever you're talking about, uh, because that will really uh, show through and I think
2: draw people in.
0: Indeed. And then I got to talk to Kevin and Demi from Gilmore Guys.
2: I think the art in podcasting is the sort of the weird social aspect it brings out, despite being, by definition, the least social form of media, in that it's just often people talking in a room and then cutting it and sort of controlling what is released about it and then putting it out there. It's literally, it's less live than radio, but there's an art it because by nature of it being on the Internet, it becomes so accessible and easy for anyone to do, which means it becomes easy and accessible for anyone to listen to. So I think it's just... It's like community radio in that aspect. Same as the art of painting, where it used to be a kind of thing that, you know, was considered a high art and was like for the upper class and whatnot, but then it became accessible to a medium where everyone can do it. And, you know, now painting is taught in classes in school, and children do it all the time, and it's considered impressive. And that's us. We're the children in the scenario. But uh, I think that with radio sort of, being the original form of podcast and having that sort of barrier to it where it's like you can only do it if you have a network or you get in line with something like that. The art of podcasting now means that anyone can take that medium and run with it.
0: We also talked to several different people about the physical arts. We had on a boxer and one of my favorite shows, we got to talk to some extreme nature survivalists from the show Naked and Afraid, Jeff and Shane.
3: My entire life, I've always hated art. <laughs> and, you know, I, I in school, I was always the worst drawer and the worst painter. You know, mm-hmm. like I joined the choir when I was in high school, and I was the worst singer in the entire class. <laughs> and so that part of my brain has never really functioned, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but in survival it works because my art and survival is my hunting skills,
1: Mm -hmm. you know,
3: and I'm able to perfect that. Um, I'm able to take a spear in my hand and instead of creating a Picasso-like masterpiece on a piece of paper, I'm able to place that spear with tuned perfection into the skull of some living creature, you know, and... And it seems very barbaric, you know when you see it on television, mm-hmm. but for me, when I'm out there, it is art and it and I do try uh to do it with a level of perfection that that I can be proud of
0: like the art oh, of yeah
1: survival absolutely I'll give you a prime example of that is Costa Rica mm-hmm. um. That was the toughest, toughest environment because we had all that rain and everything and no animals were around. Mm -hmm. But I had to wake up every single morning and walk be like, despite the difficulty of it, it is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, the vines, the way they grow, the way the river cuts through it, the way the green is, the way that the the animals move around and they've got their game trails to it. I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous. And that's what I find. The art and the natural beauty, the art was in the... um, you know, uh, the full moon and the stars at night in the savannah without light pollution. I mean, me, Jeff, and EJ laid out underneath the stars almost every night just talking about life and, mm-hmm. you know, our struggles and our loves and our passions and becoming friends. And, I mean, there were many conversations that we had out there that we both looked at each other, at, you know, like the three of us were like, we're having conversations I don't even have with my family, man, because we're just that close. It was just awesome. So the art was in the pure natural beauty of it. I mean, look at that savanna with that iron rock two miles away and, and the beautiful red sunset. And it's just gorgeous. Just absolutely gorgeous. No, no man-made pollution, no buildings, no destruction. It's just beautiful.
0: It's been important to me that I keep my own community involved in this show. Art is everywhere we look. Not just at conventions or galleries or concerts, but in our own homes at parties and dinners with friends, all over our news feeds and our live streams. Artistic license is meant to urge us to explore our own world for new art, to use art as a point of connection in our circles. In our very first episode, I had that montage of all my friends talking about art in their lives. For the anniversary show, I put out a similar question. Over the past year, I've really explored the art of filmmaking.
3: There's nothing like stand-up comedy. I think I'm drawn toward acting because there's a freedom in an expression when
2: when life circumstances aren't your own.
3: Something I've been doing more recently is working with food.
2: The art form I've been exploring most over the past year has probably been the science fiction short story.
0: I'm a music teacher
2: and a performer.
0: I've always been drawn to film ever since I was a kid and I realized that the, you know, VHS cassettes I put in my TV that made a movie that I could make one of those on my home camera.
3: It's man versus audience, you're completely and totally exposed. Um, you either succeed or you fail and you
0: know right then.
3: I feel a freedom to express myself in ways that sometimes in my personal life I, I feel bound to not.
0: What is an art form that you've always been curious about, but you've never tried for whatever reason? I've always wanted to do glass blowing. I think it would be sculpting. Piano or different, you know, maybe cello or violin or something of that nature.
2: Over the next year, I'd like to get involved in making it myself.
3: One that I've been curious about is kickboxing. I've always wanted to learn to dance.
0: It's now that I challenge them and all of you to go out this year and try that one art that you've always wanted to do. Don't let anything talk you out of it, whether it's the voice in your head or the voice in your wallet. You can always find a way, if you're passionate about something, to make it come to fruition. Seriously, go out there, grab a friend, go try sculpting, go try making a podcast. Pick up an instrument. It's so easy to talk ourselves out of doing things that would be so easy to start. Add some more art in your life this year and then next year, come back and tell me all about it for our two year anniversary special. Working on artistic license thus far has been a fulfilling journey. It's still not exactly what I envision in my mind as my perfect podcast, and that's perhaps the most exciting part. Ira Glass, the king of the podcasting world, said, for the first couple years you make stuff and it's just not that good. It's trying to be good. It has potential, but it's not. But your taste, the thing that got you into the game, is still killer. And your taste is why your work disappoints you. A lot of people never get past this phase, they quit. Most people I know who do interesting creative work went through years of this. We know our work doesn't have this special thing we want it to have. We all go through this. It is only by going through a volume of work that you will close that gap and your work will be as good as your ambitions. And I took longer to figure out how to do this than anyone I've ever met. It's gonna take a while. It's normal to take a while. You've just got to fight your way through. As I said, I am looking forward to many, many episodes to come, exploring art in our lives everywhere. Thank you so much for sticking along with us on this journey in our first year, and I am so excited to have you travel with us in the future. Until next time, I am Rachel Woodall. Thank you so much for listening to Artistic License. Thank you so much to every single guest who has been on our podcast in the past year. A million thank yous to WGN Radio, to my bosses there, and, and everyone who's been believed in me over the past three or so years and especially over the past year with all of your support for my podcasting dreams. I love you all and it's great to have such a big supportive second family. Thank you to Tim Apuli for all that you do. Thank you to Hard Times Productions and i I think that's it.